Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the Power, to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance they do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth.
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the beautiful American Southwest in the state of Arizona, I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM, and it is live tonight, Christmas Eve into Christmas 2021, and I'm very happy to be with you. I hope that you are ready for the first show of the Christmas Day. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. And the phone number is 520-367-2064. If you'd like to go back into the archive and listen to some of our older shows or shows that you might have missed from this week, you can always subscribe to the archive to get access to all the shows after they air. Your subscription is wrapped up in a little bit of paper with a little bow on top. It comes with montages as well, all the montages in the archive, and my books, Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir, and Food Philosophy. We'll also be giving away some stocking stuffers on tonight's broadcast, some digital copies of those books. You'll have to call in to get one, though, at 520-367-2064. Go ahead and write that number down now, 520-367-2064. That's 520-367-2064. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, on Patreon, where you can become a patron to get access to behind-the-scenes content and more. And Pro One Water Filters on the website is our main affiliate, one of our affiliate sponsors, and they have a lot of water filters for the shower, for the dorm room, for your house. It's a good thing to filter your water, especially if you live somewhere like I do here in the desert. Arizona, Tucson in particular, has really bad water. And, uh, you know, I lived here for like six months a few years ago, and it totally calcified the spigot on my water filter. And uh, having an affiliate with the with this company, I, I got a new spigot, uh, but the other one just, I mean, it was calcified within, within a couple of months. So it's a good thing to purify your water because that's what's happening when you do purify it in some places. Imagine what is going on in your body and in the pipes when you don't purify it. You can find the link to Pro One on the website at thesecretteachings.info where you can find everything else. That's thesecretteachings.info. And since we're pulling tarot cards tonight, I just heard Mary Ducina on Lighting the Void with my good friend Joe Roop. I decided to pull a card myself, and I reached into one of the new decks that I have. It is the Daemon Tarot by Ariana Osborne. 
And I pulled out a very appropriate card, I think, for Christmas. I pulled out the demon Maimon. For those of you who don't know, Maimon is the personification of greed. He allegedly taught mankind how to strip mine mountains looking for gold and other types of treasure. His name comes from Aramaic. Maimon is translated into material wealth. I think that's a, an appropriate card, an appropriate demon. We could look and interpret more into what that card means. But in regards to what we discussed last night, talk about have, having a hard time sleeping. My God, the metaverse and what the meta means. I mean, the meta is, if you reverse it, if you invert it, it becomes the atom. And atom is German for breath. And that is the breath of life breathed in to Adam, the first man. And if you reverse the word Adam, you get Mada, Mada, Meta. The metaverse in an arconic, demonic sense, is an inversion of that which is created naturally and organically. The metaverse is that which is beyond the physical world. It is a digital sub-reality where we plug ourselves into it, not with wires though, but just with that interaction we have with that digital sphere. And Maimon is... An interesting card to pull, I believe, in relation to that concept, something we've been talking about a lot this week. But we can step out of the metaverse tonight and we can go back to the real world or the dream world that has been pulled over our eyes to convince us that we are not what we are. Ultimately, we are more than just a battery. But there are people and there are things that wish to use us for that. Let's go back to the real world for a moment. Let's go back to what happens in your daily news feed. I logged on to the internet yesterday and I pulled up an article and I actually talked to a friend of mine who lives up in the Pacific Northwest and he told me that there were going to be weather events. I call them weather events because that's now what the media calls them, weather events or weather outbreaks. You know, it's just another playing around with language to control people's minds and your perceptions. A weather outbreak, it must be like a disease. It's going to be bad. It's like a weather weather event. It's like a, a rain bomb, a snow bomb. I didn't think much of it. I thought, okay, the Pacific Northwest is going to get some rain. They're going to get some snow. It might be a little bit abnormal for Christmas, but... I didn't really think much into it until I saw this article today, technically yesterday, just a little bit ago, from the Associated Press. They're saying that because a few people died in a submerged car in California and some people were evacuated from wildfires in California and because Seattle and Portland are faced with a rare chance of snowy streets, This means that all this crazy, wacky weather is going to bring a miserable Christmas to those people in California and those people in places like Seattle and Portland, Washington and Oregon. 
And I mean, you know, using a little bit of humor here, if you live in Washington around Seattle, if you live in Oregon around Portland, beautiful places, but I don't think you could have a much more miserable Christmas if you live in these places, as far as I'm concerned. I, I just think they're horrible places around the cities. Just, it's so disgusting. It's so trashy. There's just so much, you know, just, it's like dystopic. That's what it is. And that's, that's what the whole world is starting to feel more and more like. And, and I don't say that to, to bring you down, man. I, I say that because I, I look at Christmas and I look at Christmas Eve, which is really, uh, you know, when we, I think a lot of people celebrate Christmas more so on Christmas Eve. It's the anticipation and the buildup. But my God, I looked in the news, I saw canceled flights. On Christmas Eve, airlines decided to cancel flights on Christmas Eve because of COVID-19. Churches are not having their services across the country. I mean, you might have gone to a church or you, you know of a church that is having a service, but a lot of churches have switched over to virtual, having a virtual service. And then something that unless you went to the bank and they were closed, you might not have known this, but a handful of banks have also temporarily closed down this week. Of course, the stories of less abundance and supply chain issues and things like that, and people like Dr. Fauci saying that you should disinvite, he said that we should disinvite people that don't want to be part of the experiment, don't let them into your home. I mean, just actively, like viciously, like, you know, like that, 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 that vicious xenomorph in the Alien franchise in Prometheus that just rips the body apart. I mean, that's what you look at Dr. Fauci and see. You just see this vicious monster behind that, that face. Disinvite your family. Don't let them come to dinner. And then if I say that, if I report on that, then it's like I'm, I'm the, the, the guy that's spoiling the party. There's a, there's a method, though, to this madness. There's a reason, though, that I report on things like this. We're going to plunge our hands into the abyss and we're going to rip the heart out of the abyss. I'm not staring into it waiting for it to look back at me. I'm going in guns blazing. And I'm going to use the secret teachings to light that void. That's my intention. So you've got canceled flights. You've got church services going virtual, bank closures, less abundance, although we still have a tremendous amount of abundance. We, we can't allow our our uh, you know the, the our feelings of always having what we want essentially to justify not having as much i want all the abundance i want 30 types of bread at the store i want to have the option when i go to the store i want the abundance and the plenty because that benefits a lot more people than having less choices and ultimately, nothing. I want the abundance. You know, I want the wealth. Even if I don't have it, I want there to be wealth because maybe I'll be able to get some wealth if I work hard enough and live within my means. I can be wealthy in ways I don't need a 60-foot yacht to be wealthy in financially economic terms, if you get what I'm saying. And all these things have effectively, at least perceptually, They've effectively turned the energy of Christmas into this dystopian holy day. Well, at least for 
those that are engineering this societal collapse, it's a holy day. But for us, it's a dystopian unholy day. And meanwhile, while this is happening, you've got smash and grab jobs that continue on major retail stores. Major retail stores that supported months and months of violence that were justified by a media that I think should be prosecuted, individuals should be prosecuted under the U.S. Patriot Act for acts of terrorism terrorizing the public and spreading fear more rapidly than any virus engineered, not engineered, germ theory or not germ theory. A lot of media talking heads should be prosecuted under the Patriot Act as far as I'm concerned. And they've justified that violence by saying it's a peaceful protest. Now, smash and grab jobs in places like New York, New York City, California. And now the media says it's because of Christmas. It's because of Christmas people are smashing and grabbing. And before Christmas, they didn't say it was because of the holidays. Activists said something more along the lines of this. I don't care if somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike because that makes sure that that person eats. Really, it makes sure that that person eats to, to, to loot, to steal from a, a Gucci or a Nike. I mean, one would think that if the goal of these holiday thieves was to feed and clothe themselves, maybe they should smash and grab at a grocery store. Maybe they should just go right to the source. Maybe they should go to a Goodwill. I mean, Goodwill pretty much just gives stuff away anyway. Just go to a Goodwill. Go to a food bank. Why are you smashing and grabbing at a Gucci store? See, all of this, from the smash and grab to the airlines, canceling flights on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. You know, there, there used to be like morals in, in, in movies and television. Like, I just watched my all-time favorite movie, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. And at the end of the movie... If you've not seen it by this point, spoiler alert, uh, it's an older movie, of course. At the end of the movie, you find out that uh, you know, his boss had uh, canceled the, the uh, company bonuses for the employees. And that's kind of what uh, wraps the movie up. The boss realizes that was wrong, and he kind of atones for you know, his misdeed. There used to be morals in movies, and we don't have that anymore. Now it's, it's total and absolute chaos. There's like no... People don't have dignity, there's no morals, there's no values, there's no ethics. And then people tell me I'm the one that's upset, I'm the one that's angry. Yeah, because I'd like some human decency, please. That's what I want for Christmas. I want some decency. I want to bring back reasoning. You know, the philosophers identified God's mind with reason. That is the order that comes out of the chaotic, destructive forces that we call Saturn or Krumpus or Rupric, the various different names. I mean, this whole thing, all of this, you cannot honestly believe. Nobody can sit there and tell me, and if you think you can, give me a call. You can't sit there and tell me that having mask mandates over the Christmas week, having flights canceled on Christmas Eve, banks closing the week of Christmas, and general supply chain shortages, plus threats to cancel Christmas dinner with family members who don't have an experimental shot that even the inventor said don't take. 
that's all just coincidence? That there's, there's absolutely, there, there could not possibly in any way, shape, or form be a war on Christmas. Oh, I know you might think, well, that's a conservative right-wing talking point. That's something akin to QAnon. Well, guess what? I'm not a QAnon supporter. I'm not right-wing. This isn't a political radio show. What I'm saying is there's a war on Christmas, but I don't define Christmas the same way that Christians do. I probably don't define Christmas the same way that a mass majority of Americans do, whether they're Christian or not. I define Christmas differently. I define Christmas as culture. I don't just define it as family. I define it as culture because within the culture, you get the family structure. You, you, you get the community. You, you get the coming together, the love, and, 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 and the connection. So I want to know if we change the definition of Christmas to being a cultural thing, and it could be any culture, not just your particular culture, would you then say maybe there's a war on Christmas? I think there's a war on Christmas because there's a war on culture. That's what is happening. There's a war on culture. And the war on culture is hell-bent on destroying everything. Every little tiny root, every little sprout, every seed, anything that can in any way, shape, or form by any definition be considered good and decent and moral and ethical and dignified. Now, you can call that a conspiracy. Well, guess what? This isn't a conspiracy radio show either. If you want to put a label in this show to understand it, let's call it philosophy tonight, mixed with pop conspiracy. Because there's a scenario that the mainstream media and major universities and generalized intellectuals agree is a possibility in the near future. And that is a scenario called the world in chains. And the world in chains is pretty much what it sounds like. The world in change is a scenario in which a totalitarian government uses a novel system to lock the world into perpetual suffering. And all I could think about today when I thought about the world in chains and this nightmare after Christmas is a Christmas carol. And I thought about the chains and the ghosts. This world in change scenario is a child or at least a brother or a sister of the dark winter. And once again, whether you have draconian mandates in certain states, the same states that are also facing this extreme weather, and you have airlines that are canceling flights on Christmas Eve, bank closures, far less abundance, churches that are going digital, and threats against family members who won't capitulate to the grand experiment. I mean, this is, there's no other word to describe it. It's dystopian. This is the world in chains scenario. But see, that scenario suggests that there's something more than just human control. I mean, it's motivated by the desire to control and to enslave. And, and when you control and when you enslave, historically, you commit acts of genocide by destroying people's culture and their identity. 
It doesn't matter if it's Nazi atrocity or if it's commie atrocity or if it's destroying the, the native lands of, of native peoples, whether they're American or they were Canadian, you know, the different tribes in North America or South America, anywhere in the world, you do it by destroying the culture. There's a name for that. It's called cultural genocide. There's another name for that. There's a political system called cultural Marxism. But the point is, this system comes to power according to the theory or the scenario with something that is non-human. The thing that is non-human was built by humans. It's called artificial intelligence. And the theory or the scenario suggests that this world in chains idea, this, this scenario for complete totalitarian global control will be the result of artificial intelligence taking control of all systems. You know, systems like banking, for example. Systems like the ones the airlines use. Systems that make our lives easier. And, and if you want to participate... You have to do what you are told, or you do not eat. Do you know that a microchip implant is being proposed for the COVID vaccine passport? According to the Orlando Sentinel three days ago, microchips could be implanted in your skin as your vaccine passport. Oh, I know, it sounds like another COVID show, another political show. Oh, he said Marxism again, right? I'm here tonight to unlock those chains, the chains that exist in the mind, and to turn this nightmare after Christmas into a glorious holy day. Instead of ignoring the dystopia, I want to rip the heart out of that dystopia tonight on the broadcast. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. There's more after this. 520-367-2064. rdgable at yahoo.com. We will be back. Attention. You are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. After years and years of research, I compiled most of the important components of what I learned into three books, Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, and Occult Arcana. And by happenstance, those books turned into a trilogy that can be, but doesn't need to be, read in order. 
Food philosophy explores the nature of what it means to be healthy while examining the ways in which the public is deceived about their food and water. It also explores disease theories and why astronomical events like comets may be more responsible for illnesses than pathogens. It concludes with a look at geoengineering. The technological elixir picks up where the food book leaves off. It explores technology with its benefits and dangers, looking at smart tech, the Internet of Things, advanced robotics, and quantum computers. The text takes us to the Mark of the Beast, magic, and the music industry, focusing heavily on material death cults and pacts with the devil, and of course, black goo. It concludes with an analysis of UFO cults and an otherworldly or dimensional presence influencing mankind through technology. Occult Arcana is truly standalone as an encyclopedia of occult knowledge, covering theology, science, and mythology, symbolism, ritualism, and magic, voodoo, witchcraft, talismans, nursery rhymes, alchemy, and more. Occult Arcana ties it all together. All three books are available in digital form, and they are autographed, if you'd like, in paperback. Just visit thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews and buy yourself a copy or two today. Whether for yourself, family, or friends, they make a wonderful gift for the holidays, something that we explore in detail in the Occult Arcana book. Again, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, and Occult Arcana are my books. I hope you get a copy and support the show today. want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio here Christmas morning 2021. And if you flip on the news or if you flip on most radio, you'll hear nothing but dystopia. You might think that this is a dystopian radio show, and that's okay. But tonight, we're going to rip the heart out of the dystopia. We're going to rip the heart out of the abyss, and we're going to cast Cthulhu and the Spectre and the Hydra back into the pit of hell where they slithered out of with the assistance of scumbags who summon them in dark rituals. People like Dr. Strangeglove Anthony Fauci, a top U.S. expert on infectious disease. He urged Americans to disinvite unvaccinated people from their Christmas gatherings as a result of the fast-spreading Omicron. 
I guess that'll keep people from getting sick because if you don't go and gorge yourself, you probably won't get sick, right? So disinvite those people. Disinvite all those relatives, you, you know, your aunt and your uncle, your grandma. Who This might be her last Christmas, but go ahead and disinvite her because she's a, a raging Republican, right? Or because she's a raging conspiracy theorist. She took every vaccine, did everything she was always supposed to do, but she just decided, I don't trust this. Disinvite her from Christmas. Throw grandma out in the snow and take a piss on her because she doesn't matter anymore. She is obsolete. It's a wonderful way to get rid of the older population. Kind of sounds like Logan's run, right? Dr. Fauci also encouraged people not to get together in large gatherings. So even if you're vaccinated, you can't get into uh, you know an indoor space with a large gathering, even if it's family and friends, and especially if you're not vaccinated, you got to tell those people to go home. Disinvite them. So while Dr. Fauci was doing the work of the devil, was doing the work of the diabolic, churches across the country who have you know, no spine, uh, most of them, uh, most of the pastors have uh, no spine, they have decided to close down for Christmas. I mean, why didn't they close down three days ago? Why didn't they close down two days ago? Why did churches decide that on Christmas Eve, and I'm not saying every church, but if you type this in, you'll find this on religious sites and some mainstream news sites reporting this, a lot of churches have decided to cancel their Mass tonight, or technically last night, or I guess there's Christmas Mass as well, and today, and go virtual. I mean, that won't be a problem for the people that get new iPads or new computers or new you know, video cams for their computer, but it's the idea. And see, when you start looking at all of this stuff together, you realize, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is all connected. I mean, when Dr. Fauci says, don't invite people who are unvaccinated, and if you did, you disinvite them right now, peasant. You do what I say when I say it because I am science. And churches decide, you know what, we need to not open our doors to the hungry and the homeless and the cold and the people that are depressed and the people that don't have family. What we should do is close down, throw all of those people out into the snow with grandma who was unvaccinated because she just decided I don't want to take this one. And we welcome only those who will log into the metaverse and digitally participate in the Christmas Mass. See, they're leaving a word out, I think, when they say that it's Christmas Mass. If they've gone digital, they're leaving a word out. Maybe it's because there's a, there's a little blip in the feed. Maybe you didn't hear it. Maybe there's a, a poor connection. What they really said was it was a Christmas Black Mass. That's what they're having. They're having a Christmas Black Mass. And you know what? I know that you hear this from conservatives and you hear this from right-wing radio, but I'm not a Christian or a conservative. And I agree. I understand fully, completely. I get it. Christmas is not about the birth of Jesus. It's not about presents either. And Christmas certainly isn't about throwing all of that stuff away just because the origins, generally speaking, weren't about a baby in a manger. And they're not about giving gifts. Although they are about those things at the same time. 
if you had a reasonable, logical, informed, intellectual discussion on the subject, you'd realize that regardless of what the quote-unquote origins of Christmas are, today people have a tradition. And in a hundred years, people might look back and say, well, you know, having no tradition at all around the winter solstice, that's kind of strange. Let's, let's have a tradition. Let's start honoring nature and the sun again. You know, in my scenario, in a hundred years, the global totalitarian authoritarian state has collapsed and, and we found uh, our balls again. We found our spine again. But in the meantime, while the world is being put into chains, quite literally as part of a, a mainline scenario for global domination by artificial intelligence and a, a global government, which is a scenario that academics and uh, I guess you could call them, you know, uh, intellectuals, uh, think is a very, very likely possibility that it could happen within a few years. And maybe they think it could happen because it's literally being mapped out from the dark winter to the crimson tide to event 201 to this scenario of uh, the world in chains to something like the UN sustainability agenda to uh, Glasgow and Paris all those agreements, all the trillions of dollars, where's that money going to go? Well, as we talked about on Wednesday night, they're going to invest all this money now in the United States into reverse engineering UAPs. Did you hear that? Did you hear that in the news? Probably not. Here's a gift for you to open a little bit early. Go to the internet, type in the UAP UFO Investigative Task Force. There's a great article written by Avi Loeb on the Hill in the news article, uh, he talks about how the part of this plan is going to be to reverse engineer these craft. How can the government reverse engineer something they don't have and just acknowledged existed? How do they even know they're nuts and bolts and they're physical to even be able to reverse engineer them if they're going to dump all this money into it? How does that make any sense? You see, an invisible enemy, they claim, has shut down the world. I don't know if you know this, but your pastor didn't shut the church down. All the airlines didn't shut down by themselves. This little invisible thing got in their ear and told them what to do. You saw how the world shifted with a little tiny invisible thing. What if it was a macro thing, a large thing, a big thing? A big thing that you could see, but wasn't exactly what you thought it was. You can't really identify it, but you can kind of identify it. That's your fake alien invasion that people go on talking about. And I don't think it has to be aliens, and I don't think it has to be UFOs. I think the grand deception is thinking that you have the option to decide whether you resist or you participate, thinking that it'll get better. That's the grand deception. That's the grand illusion. Because these headlines like this, Omicron-fueled COVID wave crashes into New York days before Christmas. Convenient. Coronavirus cases surge in New York City and around the United States, mostly in places like California and New York that have the strictest measures, and the cases are skyrocketing. Cases are skyrocketing, so they're having to shut down businesses for Christmas, and they're having to shut down light showing and Christmas trees and they're having to shut down those traditions that there isn't a war on. But the government didn't do it. 
the governor didn't do it. Your local council people didn't do it. It was an invisible enemy that did it. That's who you can be mad at. And if you want to look at a person to be mad at, a human being, you can be mad at the people who don't want to go along with the scam. It's convenient because, according to the Charlotte Business Journal, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and other banks temporarily shut down hundreds of branches. Did you know this? Unless you went to the bank or you happened to cross this article, big banks are temporarily closing their branches across the nation as they cope with labor shortages and ongoing complications from COVID-19, including the arrival of the more contagious Omicron variant. It's literally just a tick. Every news article starts the same way. It's the excuse for everything. The Charlotte Business Journal reports two days ago that this mirrors widespread branch closures at the start of the pandemic in March 2020 when many thought the economic lockdown would be measured in weeks. The new round of temporary closures sometimes occurring sporadically because that chaos is also part of this, are sparking anger, confusion, and angst among customers. But don't worry. Bank of America has a reason for all this. According to Betty Rias, Bank of America spokesperson, quote, if we had a known exposure to COVID, whether client or associate, we will close the financial center for deep cleaning. End quote. Yes, the deep cleaning that didn't work the first 10 times you did it, people still got infected, right? With a contagious variant. Although contagion and infection are words that don't mean the same thing, they just use them interchangeably now. A virus also doesn't mean a small little particle, it means a poison. You know, like the chemicals you use to Deep clean your Bank of America when someone is in contact with someone who's not sick or someone who ate too much for the holidays and they had a sore tummy or they were cold and so they got a runny nose and they got a sore throat. So let's spray toxic chemicals everywhere. Makes a lot of sense. So while the banks are closing down, that's a big story. That's a huge story. Banks are closing down. States like New York and California At least from the government's point of view, they're closing down for the holidays, but not because of the holidays, because of Omicron. Dun, 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 dun. Well, guess what? The airlines decided to jump on board, too. The airlines decided that they're going to cancel hundreds of flights, and that's tonight, right now. People are stranded at airports across the United States. Maybe you're one of them listening to the show right now. Stranded at an airport, or maybe... Because the airlines were courteous, they let you know days ahead of time you won't make it back to your mom or your dad or your grandma or your grandpa or your children. You won't make it back because the airlines had to cancel flights. United Airlines canceled 187 flights today, technically yesterday, Christmas Eve. Delta Airlines canceled 167 flights. Aren't you surprised people aren't online searching for Delta Airlines? Does Delta Airlines give you COVID, the Delta variant? Hmm. Let me go ahead and save that page next to Does Corona Beer Give Me COVID-19? Some real intellectuals out there. Delta Airlines canceled 167 flights for Christmas Eve. And JetBlue canceled 72 flights for Christmas Eve. All of them saying that these were COVID issues. Delta was a little bit more tricky. They said, actually, we canceled them due to potential inclement weather. Not just inclement weather, but potential inclement weather. 
potential. We don't even know if there's going to be weather, but it's a potential for weather, so we're not going to fly. Wouldn't you just cancel every flight ever? There's always potential for weather. But no, Delta, JetBlue, and United Airlines all decided to cancel flights on Christmas Eve. Isn't that just the devil poking at you? And then Business Insider and others reported on Christmas Eve, get this. According to a new study, if you have cold-like symptoms, it's likely you have COVID-19. These include, and these are the big symptoms, folks, a headache from drinking too much on Christmas, right? From eating too much, a little too much pie. Fatigue. Maybe you worked too hard in the kitchen making that beautiful feast. Maybe you worked really hard to keep your relatives out of the house. Runny nose because, you know, it's cold outside. A sore throat because, you know, it's cold outside. And sneezing because it's, you know, cold outside and the weather's changing. So you get these symptoms. If aren't are, somebody who understands germ theory can maybe explain this to me how is it that these symptoms of this deadly omicron variant the exact same as every single other disease you get fatigued a headache sore throat because this is your body responding to pressure to tension this is your body responding to to uh, external stimuli it's detoxing It's not some kind of viral contagion that causes a specific disease. People misunderstand what that means, though. It doesn't mean that these little tiny particles don't exist. It just means, quantifiably, you can't say that they they trigger those specific symptoms. Because if I snort some pepper, I'm going to get, you know, probably runny eyes and a runny nose, and I might sneeze. So in the midst of all of this, disinvite your family members, you know, it's okay. COVID is shutting down society. No, people are doing that. Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and other banks temporarily close their branches. Airlines cancel flights on Christmas Eve. And if you've got a runny nose, you definitely are sick. Another Christmas Eve report. A lot of cities are facing smash and grab crimes. 18 people broke into a Nordstrom department store in Los Angeles Monday night this week and stole thousands of dollars in merchandise. A lot of this is happening in San Francisco. A group of thieves swarmed the Southland Mall in Hayward on Sunday evening, wielding hammers to smash cases at a jewelry store before grabbing items and fleeing. Another mob, Saturday night last week, ransacked a Nordstrom department store in Walnut Creek, east of San Francisco. Eighty suspects were involved. This is very organized crime. 14 robbers barged into a Louis Vuitton store in suburban Chicago last week and fled with $100,000 in handbags. Really. San Francisco has a crime rate that has skyrocketed 52% according to police statistics. And many of the store thieves are wearing masks and hoods making them, according to CNN, difficult to identify even when they're spotted on security cameras. I mean, literally, the, the just... I don't know if I've slipped into an alternate reality or maybe I've, maybe I've died. Maybe this isn't real. But you have... This is CNN reporting this. They're literally saying, 
well, we could catch these thieves that they weren't wearing masks. Are you serious? Are you kidding me? Who writes this garbage? A lot of it's written by AI, though. I know the answer to that question. One reason that this is happening is also because of the lack of law enforcement resources. Ah, so that whole defunding the police thing didn't work either, did it? They say there's no effort to defund the police. No, there was just people campaigning for it and protesting and attacking police officers to defund the police. And some places did that, and then the city council people gave themselves raises and hired armed security guards. And mandates for police officers also helped to clean out those police departments. It did that here in Tucson. Response time for police in Tucson, I have read and heard from locals, has doubled because police said, I'm not going to participate in your experiment. And they quit. So because of the mandates, and because a lot of cities tell the police to stand down, and because thieves wear masks and hoods, Crime has skyrocketed in some places, hundreds of percent in some places, just a measly 52%, so much to the point where it feels like you're living in another country suddenly. Of course, in places like California, they just decriminalize low-level offenses. And they've increased the threshold for felony from $500 to $950, so... These smash and grab jobs, it's not really uh, something that you have to be worried about. It's, it's not really uh, something where there's risk. Organized crime rings are behind a lot of this. The people that are involved in this don't have to worry about prosecution because the prosecutors will just say, you're free. You can go. California, Illinois, New York. Why do you think that's happening? I mean, I have an answer, but why do you think that's happening? Why do you think in places where you have the strictest draconian measures, when you have masks on the face, when you have a defunding of the police directly, or you have a defunding of the police through mandates, you got crime that goes through the roof. And people are like, oh, no, that's because it's a Christmas robbery. Well, yeah, because it happened on Christmas Eve or Christmas, it's a Christmas robbery. But when it's been happening for months, it's just organized crime, so much so that the big department stores, the big corporations are like, hey, Congress, can you look into this for us? We're losing a lot of money. Man, I'd love to be in the House. I'd love to be a senator. I'd write back to those corporations. i give a press conference. i tell them, look right in the barrel of that camera, I'd say, you reap what you sow. You finance, you funded You ran that beautiful PR because you believed that some lives mattered more than others and you let them smash and grab and burn buildings down and break windows and attack people and assault police officers. You let that happen. And the media was complicit in it. It ain't my job to protect your property when you welcome these thugs into your home and said, take whatever you want. Because we care about your skin color. And then the activists are like, look, they're stealing the Gucci and they're stealing the Louis Vuitton because they want to feed their families. Then rob a grocery store, moron. Rob a grocery store. I'm not calling for organized theft. But if you're hungry, steal food. You know, it's like that, 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 that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Deandra is with uh, uh, Frank, Danny DeVito's character. 
and he's and he's showing the the I think it was like the the Rodney King riots in Los Angeles, and, and he says, you know, what's he's something like, what, what do you see going on here? And you know, you see people running out of the store with like TVs and stereos, and then you see people running out of the store with bread. And she's like, it looks like the black people are looting. And and he's like, ah, see, racism, racism. That's what the media wants you to think. And, and she's like, no, I, I think the black people are looting because they're taking TVs and stereos and the white people are taking bread. One group is surviving. One group is looting. It's just a, you know, if you watch Sunny in Philadelphia, it's a really good scene because that kind of exemplifies it. It's not about black or white. The point is when people are smashing windows to get Louis Vuitton bras and handbags and watches and jewelry. They ain't looking to feed their family, folks. They're looking for a quick payout because they're involved in an organized crime syndicate that has absolutely no chance of being prosecuted because the prosecutors say, be free, do whatever you want to do. So, you better watch out and you better lock up and you better go and hide. I'm telling you why. Marxist mobs are coming tonight. They see your Gucci handbag. They want your fine jewelry. They don't want to work for a living, so they came to rob you and me. Oh, you better lock up. You better board up. You better vote blue no matter who. Leftist mobs are coming for you. We'll do another verse. If they steal because they're hungry and they steal because they're poor, Why do they steal from Apple and not steal one from the grocery store? Oh, you better get your shot. You better wear your mask. Even if that immunity doesn't last, Marxist mobs are coming tonight. We'll put out the album next year when we get it finished. With all this happening, we can see the dystopia. And that's, I think, what media and those same corporations Certain planted officials, it seems to be what they want. That's where all the evidence points. They want people to be miserable on Christmas. Canceled flights, canceled church service, cancel your own family members. My God, the level of evil. Again, I'm not a Christian, not a conservative. This ain't political. What is this? I see that in the chat room. No, I should never sing. I'm a horrible singer. I didn't, I didn't even sing the whole thing. I, kinda, <laughs> I, kinda, I just kind of spoke it. But, you know, that's the lyrics. The world in chains. That's, that's the scenario. A global totalitarian government uses a novel technology to lock a majority of people, a majority of the world, into perpetual suffering. Existential risks are the risks that are disastrous because they lock humanity into a single fate, like the permanent collapse of civilization or the extinction of our species. These catastrophes can be natural causes, like an asteroid impact or a supervolcano, or be man-made from sources like nuclear war or climate change. According to Toby Ord, a senior research fellow at the Future of Humanity Institute at Oxford University, he believes that the odds of an existential catastrophe happening this century from natural causes are less than 1 in 2,000 because humans have survived for thousands of years without one. However, 
When adding the probability mathematically of human-made disasters, Ord believes the chances increase to a startling one in six. He refers to this century as the precipice because the risk of losing our future has never been so high. Researchers at the Center on Long-Term Risk, a nonprofit research institute in London, have expanded upon X risks with the even more chilling prospect of suffering risks or S risks. These are defined as suffering on an astronomical scale, vastly exceeding all suffering that has existed on Earth so far. In these scenarios, life continues for billions of people. But see, the quality becomes so poor, so bleak, that dying becomes preferable. So what would happen if a malevolent group or a government gained control of most of the world's systems? We can put a name and a face on it. He's supposed to be squeezing his fat ass down the chimney here in a little bit. His name is Santa Claus. And he ain't coming to give you presents. He's coming to take those presents away because you will get no presents and you will like it. You will be happy with the no presents. We take the presents away. You don't get any presents. Because people in the third world don't get presents. We're starving them out right now. We're killing millions of people in the third world. So that Klaus Schwab can run his air conditioner, right? I saw something disgusting the other day. Klaus Schwab, uh, I guess he has a son, and his son was hanging out with some super-duper model, and uh, she was, you know, just looked fake. And she was sporting million-dollar, you know, bracelets and, and necklaces, and I thought, hmm, that's strange. So the guy's son is hanging out with the supermodel, and they're promoting clothing and jewelry that literally costs more money than most of us will make in our life for a single piece. That's fair. Right? That's balance. That's equal. That's equity. That's equity, folks. That's what that is. They get the million dollar bracelets. They get the supermodels. They get the 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 dumbed down masses that they've turned into Gollum to do their bidding for them. And they get you to think that your neighbor having a nicer car than you is the reason why you don't have a nicer car. So you just lose all motivation to work. And Klaus Schwab gets to take all your money. According to the world and chain scenario, the source of a lot of this can be artificial intelligence. And of course, the world and chains scenario is kind of like a it's kind of like a dark winter. Remember what dark winter was? Dark winter was a government university war game. Policymakers gathered at Andrews Air Force Base with people from Johns Hopkins Center for Civilian Biodefense Strategies. The Dark Winter was an exhibit of the spiraling stresses and potential societal collapse that could be sparked by a public health crisis. You want to talk about something being organized and planned, or maybe they're just really, really smart, and they knew it all in advance because they they predicted it. I have a hard time believing that. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Tonight, we are unlocking the chains that the world is being put in, but they're being put in chains. We are being put in chains quicker than we can unlock them. We need more 
minds, more brains, more intellect. We need more people to say what they believe, not because it's politically correct, but because internally the soul says that it's right. And we need to not be afraid to look into the abyss, even on Christmas, stare it straight into the face and rip its beating black heart out of its chest and throw Cthulhu back into the ocean where he came from. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. There's a lot more after this. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. People ask me every day what they can do to take control of their life in the face of an onslaught of misleading information and outright lies. I always tell them to take control of what they put in their body, including clean water. I personally used a Pro One water filter long before the company became Pro One. And after a few years, I decided to get an affiliate program set up for the show. Here's how it works. Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Pro One water filter link on the slider bar at the top of the page. Whatever you purchase on their website, we get a small percentage. It's an honest and beneficial way to support the secret teachings and yourself. They've got water filters for the kitchen, dorm room, and even shower heads so things like chlorine don't become vaporized in the hot shower and inhaled. They make a great gift for yourself, your family, or your friends, and especially a great gift around the holy days. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the banner, support Pro One, and support the secret teachings five nights a week on The Fringe FM. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. 
where the normal and paranormal collide. It's the Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. We are broadcasting live tonight, Christmas morning, 2021, December 25th. We started on Christmas Eve. Now it's Christmas. Maybe some of you don't celebrate Christmas. That's okay. I say happy holidays just because I like that terminology better, not because of political correctness and social justice. I just think happy holidays and happy holy days, the origin of that word, I think it makes more sense. They are holy days. Wouldn't Christians agree with that? Wouldn't someone who thinks Jesus was born on the 25th agree that it's a holy day? I think that's where pagans and Christians can kind of merge their beliefs, don't you think? Birth of the Son, birth of Jesus, very convenient, the Christians at least. And that means it's a holy day. Anyway, I say Holy Day just because I think it makes more sense. Merry Christmas, Happy Holy Days, Happy Holidays, or Happy whatever it is that you believe. I don't really care what you believe, or I don't even really care what my own beliefs are. What I'm interested in is understanding. I'm interested in reasoning. That's what this show is all about. Every show that we do is about trying to understand and trying to See how the puzzle pieces fit together. We have a whole show archive on the website going back years and years and years, and you can get access to that whole thing, plus our montage archive and my digital books, all on the website at thesecretteachings.info. If you subscribe for one year to all of that, you'll get a physical copy of one of my books as well. And we will be giving out some digital copies of those books here in just a little bit. We'll open the phone lines at 520-367-2064. That's 520-367-2064. I'll also drop that in the chat room. You'll be able to get a free copy of one of the digital books. But, you know, don't just call in and say, hey, I'm calling for the free book. Have something to say. You know, wish us a happy holy days. I don't know. Make some stuff up. (laughs) But if you want to give us a call to win a book, I'll let you know how to do that in a few minutes. Hopefully you are home with your family or you're comfortable by yourself because for a lot of people, their flights were canceled on Christmas. Churches have decided to go virtual. 
banks have closed. There's less abundance, although we'll still get our our fair share of material items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the origin of Christmas, but I don't think we should get rid of Christmas just because some people obsess with commercialization. Some people are possessed by Maimon. I don't think we should get rid of Christmas because of that. You know, in the same way that just because we're used to abundance doesn't mean that when we don't have abundance, we should just get used to it and think, I'm thankful for the abundance. I'm ready to go into a world of scarcity now. That doesn't really make any sense to me either. I, I don't like justifying evil with misunderstood good. That's the best way to sum it up, I think. All these things have really turned, at least this whole week, into a dystopian unholy day. Don't let me bring you down, though, if you're having a good time. I'm having a good time. I watched uh, Elf tonight. I watched Christmas Vacation. had a fire. It's a really nice night here in Arizona. Spent some time with my fiance Hope. She was putting together this big puzzle on the floor. I read a lot today. It was a really, it was a really nice day. That's just Christmas Eve, and now we got Christmas. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm probably just going to lay around tomorrow. I'm just going to lay around, burn a fire. Maybe I'll watch some X-Files again. And that's going to be my Christmas. And I'm one of those people, I don't really celebrate Christmas, but I'm not going to tell you as a Christian to, to scurry off into a pit somewhere. And I mean, you can... I, I, I'm having a moment here. Just help me understand why it's all or nothing. Why is it that if you're a Christian, you're an atheist, whatever you are, it's like we have to throw the whole holiday out because you don't you don't like the origin of it or you rightfully so believe the origin is something else? Like, Yeah, obviously, but that doesn't mean we should get rid of Christmas. I mean, this whole dystopian, unholy day, as I'm calling it, is the result of a scenario called the world in chains, where the government uses a novel system to lock the world into perpetual suffering. It is the child, or at least the brother, of the dark winter, This is a dark winter. The real dark winter. In 2001, the dark winter exercise went live. The dark winter exercise anticipated spiraling stress and potential societal collapse as a result of that societal stress. All of which would be sparked by a public health crisis. Maybe these guys are just really, really good at what they do, right? Event 201 predicted pretty much the same thing. Maybe they're just really, really, really good at what they do. Dark Winter might be a prediction for some people. Dark Winter was an exercise to determine how society would respond to increased stresses. It's like a stress test that planes are put through or boats are put through material for for items are put through to see if there are breaking points that can be fixed. Society is being put through a stress test right now, folks. And they're using a vulnerable and emotional and community-driven time of the year to do it. They're putting as much pressure and as much stress 
that they possibly can, governments, media, corporations, and powerful unelected billionaires, heads of foundations, and international organizations, that's the they. Santa Claus. You get no gifts, and you'll be happy. They're putting as much pressure as they can on this vulnerable time. They want to see how much you can take before you break. No, this isn't some right-wing conspiracy. This isn't some left-wing conspiracy. This isn't some QAnon whack-job conspiracy. This isn't Reddit. This isn't YouTube. All right, this ain't Jimmy Church or David Wilcock. This is the real world, and the real world is being put into chains while we either fight with ourselves or we fight with other people over the definition of race or the definition of gender or, you know, maybe the definition of even something as simple as disease. We we make a lot of assumptions, don't we, without really knowing why it is we believe the things that we do. From Dark Winter to the Lockstep scenario. Remember Lockstep, the Rockefeller 2012 scenario of an H1N1 outbreak? The media finally recognizes these things and they say, well, look, sure, Lockstep exists, sure, Dark Winter exists, but they had nothing to do with COVID. Well, of course they didn't because they took place years before COVID. These were exercises to determine the response to a societal crisis brought on by a health emergency. Remember last year when President Biden warned of the dark winter, the dark winter is coming, the dark winter is coming. There are a lot of historical markers that we've passed recently. All this smash and grab stuff, all they're stealing for, you know, money so they can feed their families, then rob a grocery store. Rob a grocery store then, if you really want food. Now, this is the deterioration of the societal fabric. It's literally just being eaten away by, by uh, you know, the moths. You know, like the moths that the Grinch releases to eat up the, the, the stockings. Chow time. That's what they're doing. They're releasing the moth. They're just going to be eating everything. It's like a big... A big old uh, uh, plague of locusts. They come and they eat and they leave. The smash and grab, the increased crime, the defunding of the police, the police leaving because of mandates, response time increasing, police told to stand down, and then it's like, huh, why is the crime skyrocketing? And then even if you do arrest them, you can't prosecute them. So there's no downside to being a criminal. You're legalizing criminality and you're illegalizing legality or illegalizing legal behavior, people that do the right thing generally. They're inverting reality again. I mean, you can relate this back to the, the, the purge, the great purge or the great terror known as the year of 37. Campaign of political repression in the Soviet Union that occurred from 1936 to 1938. It involved large-scale repression of wealthy peasants, genocidal acts against ethnic minorities, and a purge of the Communist Party, government officials, and the Red Army leadership. That includes the leadership at the big corporations that financed, that funded, that organized, and that sponsored. Boy, oh boy, did they sponsor those lives that really matter 
and they got their asses busted just like all the poor business owners who had their businesses and their property vandalized and burned down. Doesn't matter the color of their skin, can't have small business, can't have a free market. Don't you see what this is all about? Sure, a few airlines being canceled, that's a coincidence if you combine that with the church's canceling service. Oh, and the bank closures, that's a coincidence. When you tie it all together, you see, oh, it's a pattern. See, one time is, is like happenstance, okay? And two times is a coincidence, and three times is like, okay, that gets a pattern, and four and five and six and seven and eight and nine and ten. These are the tentacles of the octopus. These are the tentacles of the specter of the hydra. They are the tentacles of Cthulhu. And this thing has its tentacles wrapped around some people's throats so tight, it's like the doctor in Independence Day, that the alien is speaking through his vocal cords. And the president says, what do you want? And he says, die. They want you to die. These are not good people. And they have a horde of brainwashed mobs in swarm mode, to quote the new Matrix piling on top of your car, attacking you in the street for no good reason, just because they were told to. And everybody thinks they know that. Everybody thinks they know the answer. Everybody tells you, oh, you can learn whatever you need to know about vaccines in five minutes. You can learn whatever you need to know about this or whatever you need to know. Yeah. You can learn what you want to know in five minutes, but what you need to know takes a lot longer. And what you want to believe and what you want to know is a little bit different than what you need to believe in and what you need to know. You need to believe in faith and reasoning. You need to believe in morality and dignity and ethics and virtue and all the things that build a community, all the things that build a world that gives you the abundance that you think you have the right to destroy in the name of giving it to other people by taking it from the poor and giving it to the rich. That's, that's, that's really who Santa Claus is. Santa Claus is more like Robin Hood. He takes from the poor and he gives to the ultra-wealthy. And he's coming to town tonight, so you better watch out. You better lock up. And you better vote blue no matter who, because you've got Marxist mobs and they're coming for you. But then again, folks, life hasn't changed all that much in the last month. All these spooky, scary things I'm talking about. You're probably going to get together with your family later today. Watch some TV. Watch the parade. There's always going to be that one family member who doesn't agree with what you're doing and you're going to have maybe that little uncomfortable moment. Maybe they tell you, Christmas is a pagan holiday. It's like, yes, we get it. It is a pagan holiday. Some people choose to continue to celebrate it with their own traditions. The pagans, whatever that means, there's a lot of different kinds of pagans. They celebrated it with their traditions, and they have a right to celebrate it. Christians have a right to celebrate it. But when we're actively engaged in stomping on one tradition to promote another tradition, we have to realize, especially the tradition that's being promoted, that's happening because somebody wants to destroy another one of the traditions. Let's just have an open society where we have the ability to do whatever we want, celebrate whatever we want, worship whatever we want, say whatever we want within context that doesn't imply or demand or try to convince or try to uh, uh, encourage violence. I mean, let's prosecute the theft. Let's shut down the crime. 
let's create a world that is safer. Because a world that is safer, a world that is based on the rule of law, a world where you can speak freely, a world that you can religiously practice whatever you want to practice, a world in which you have an abundance, that's a world where there is true equity and equality. And see, equity and equality doesn't mean having the same job and having the same outcome and having the same paycheck and having the same house and the same car. That's unrealistic. That's not even idealistic. That's asinine. Equality and equity means you have the same opportunity if you choose to do certain things. And everybody's life is different, but you have opportunity to pursue what is just for you. And your experience will be different, of course. But what all this is, the, 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 the world in chains and the lockstep and event 201 and crimson tide and dark winter, that's just all part of the Great Reset. It's all part of the Great Reset. I mean, Klaus Schwab or Santa Claus and the World Economic Forum, they're kind of like a UFO, you know? Because a lot of people that have heard of them or like you've read something, you might think like, I can't really identify exactly what they are. You're like, is that that guy that wears the Star Trek outfits? Is that that guy who is like certifiably completely psychotic? Is that that guy who has like, he's basically a Nazi, a real life Nazi? Is that that, is that, that psychopath? I mean, you don't really know much more about it than that. It's like that might be an alien spacecraft. We're not really sure. It could be exotic military tech, uh, uh, the World Economic Forum is, that's what it is, WEF. It's, it's a UFO, it's a UAP. We can't really identify it, right? Can't really identify what is the World Economic Forum. Others just don't believe in it. No, it doesn't exist. No, no, I don't believe it, says Neo. No, this can't be real. No, I don't believe it. And the mind literally just like disassociates from reality. But Klaus will tell you what's going on. He'll stuff that stocking for you. Every time you ask Klaus, what's going on, Klaus? Klaus tells you, the world will never return to normal. We'll never have a normal world. How many times has that guy said that? And the new world will, quote, here's a quote, folks, lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity. Very convenient, huh? Because now, according to the Orlando Sentinel, Microchips can be implanted in your skin for your COVID vaccine passport. My oh my, was that fast. Talk about a rapid test. Within two years, they got people to accept lockdowns and covering the face and experimental vaccines, of which the creator of the mRNA technology said, don't take it's dangerous. It'll lead to irreversible organ damage and reproductive damage. I got the clip if you want me to play it. And now they went from paper cards. You can lose those and people are faking those. Let's make it digital on your phone. It'll be fun. And then people, maybe they forgot their phones too. And it's like, what could we do? It's like Blue's Clues. What could we do with a microchip and a needle and an identification card that acts as a social credit score and a carbon credit score? Hmm. And they're kind of playing it off. They're like, I mean... Could they want to play doctor? And the kids are screaming, no, no, no. They want to inject the vaccine into you. They want to inject all kinds of experimental drugs into you. And then they want to microchip you so they can track you and so they can control your movements and your thoughts. I mean, what, what could, they, could they just want to like, could they want to play pandemic? 
No, 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 no. That's not what they want to do. They want to microchip you to control you. Oh, they want to microchip you for your vaccine record. And then guess what, folks? Don't worry about the vaccine because that's not where it that's not where the 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 problem stems from. It doesn't really stem from the microchip either. It stems from this innate desire to control. And the vaccine, the, the microchip, these aren't even things to really worry about ultimately because those aren't the end game. The end game is a biological marker. The end game is a biological identification system, not through biometrics, but through your DNA. It is a biological identity card. And it uses your DNA and your cells to identify you. There's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to escape to. It's all inside of your body. And through the various new types of technologies of which we've documented on this show many, many times, the American Chemical Society has published a tremendous amount of information on this alone. Magnetoproteins using light and drugs to control neurons in the brain. Magnetic cellular realignment using trap bots, T-R-A-P. I mean, this isn't really new stuff, though. You could find it. It's all over mainline academia, science, engineering, etc. You can find all this stuff. I've documented it in my book, The Technological Elixir, extensively. But it's also the main storyline in the X-Files, a biological equivalent of a silicone microchip, a biological marker, a high-tech identity card, grafting something human to something inhuman. And when the experiment was over in the X-Files, the DNA became inactive, and it was left in the body as a biological poison that made people sick. You find out that that alien virus can only replicate and grow in very high temperatures. The cold inhibits it. And when you're exposed to it, guess what happens? Your blood thickens. I can't help but think that the thickening of the blood, the inhibiting of the virus by cold, the abnormal protein chains that create branch DNA, are the spike proteins, and the idea of experimentation with vaccines and viruses on an unknowing, unsuspecting population may be a method to alter DNA and create a biological marker. All this just fits the theoretical narrative today so, so well. That microchip is really the least of your worries. They're telling you this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. You finally accept it subconsciously. They hit you with something else. Microchips implanted in your skin as a COVID vaccine passport. I'd say that that was an easy one to predict, but that would be taking uh, credit for something that was... I can't really take credit for that. That was way too easy. You know, it's like a layup. I'm not even guarded. Just a practice layup. But in a couple of hours, you get up, have Christmas with your family, 
The world looks pretty much the same, you know, probably for most of you within your own little family structure. Maybe you watch the parade and open gifts and have some food and make those uh, offhanded comments like, well, I guess that's just the way things are now. And incrementally, step by step, we are led to the totalitarian incremental process or the totalitarian tiptoe into that dystopian world and chain scenario. And if you think AI isn't part of it, if you think that invisible force in the sky above you isn't part of it, you're greatly missing the point. It's all part of the same scenario. It's all part of the same structure, the same compartmentalized, organized, and meticulously planned agenda. It ain't left-wing or right-wing, and it ain't a conspiracy theory. It's reality. And the only way that we can resist it is by returning to the community and the traditions returning to those things that bring us together and ripping the GD heart out of this tentacled monster that has its tentacles wrapped around most of our throats. This is The Secret Teachings, another segment after this. I'll tell you how to win some books. Give us a call at 520-367-2064 and you can get a copy of one of my books. As a caller into the show here live Christmas morning 2021. Stay with us. We'll be back. I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, bringing you health, history, symbolism, and of course, black goo, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Release the curtain. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. 
People ask me every day what they can do to take control of their life in the face of an onslaught of misleading information and outright lies. I always tell them to take control of what they put in their body, including clean water. I personally used a Pro One water filter long before the company became Pro One. And after a few years, I decided to get an affiliate program set up for the show. Here's how it works. Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Pro One water filter link on the slider bar at the top of the page. Whatever you purchase on their website, we get a small percentage. It's an honest and beneficial way to support the secret teachings and yourself. They've got water filters for the kitchen, dorm room, and even shower heads so things like chlorine don't become vaporized in the hot shower and inhaled. They make a great gift for yourself, your family, or your friends, and especially a great gift around the holy days. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the banner, support Pro One, and support The Secret Teachings five nights a week on The Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's Christmas morning, 2021. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holy days from the secret teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. If you'd like to give us a call tonight, 520-367-2064. Again, it is live right now streaming on the Fringe FM, the secret teachings stream, wherever you're listening. It's about 1.35 in the morning where I am, December 25th. Hope Santa Claus got his shots. I don't want that fat guy in my house without his vaccine. He could get me sick, leaving those presents with all those germs on them. Drinking that cow's milk and leaving germs on the rim of that glass. Hope Santa got all of his shots. I mean, if Santa did get his shots, he probably passed out in the sleigh by now or his heart exploded. Don't you like how NORAD can track Santa every year, but they couldn't track four planes on 9-11? Always a great comment to bring up to somebody. A lot of people want something from Santa that Santa can't bring them, though. A lot of people want to have a sense of security that they know is an illusion, but it gives them a peace of mind. A sense of security comes with a price. You lose your autonomy and you lose your freedom and you lose your soul in the process. And I suppose for some it's just easier to access the metaverse. It's easier to believe in fantasy. And it's easier and more convenient to allow someone else to tell you what to do and how to live your life. It's hard to comprehend a year ago that a vaccine passport would turn into a microchip, but now it has, according to the Orlando Sentinel. It's also turned into bracelets, but it won't stop there, of course. It will be fusible things that go into the body's Epidermis, those are called biostamps that Bill Gates personally asked MIT to develop. It'll have your vaccine record on it. 
it's already something that is uh, that has been produced. It's in existence now, as of 2019. So that's not even a new development. That'll be the next step. People have an aversion to microchips, right? And of course, the whole idea of having a bio stamp or having a microchip in you, this is something that makes a lot of people think. Sounds a little bit like revelations. Sounds a little bit like the mark of the beast, right? The mark of the beast could be a lot of things. You don't wear your mask. You can't get food. You don't have your vaccine. You can't get food. You don't have your microchip and your barcode. You can't get food. What happens if the food could only be consumed, though, if you had some type of DNA-altering technology introduced into your body? What happens if the food that you were eating could only be consumed if you were genetically engineered to consume it? The whole world is turning to genetically engineered crops to combat uh, supply chain shortages. Those shortages are, of course, artificial. It all has to do with a genetically engineered, quote-unquote, virus. The World Economic Forum has already said that the world's food supply needs to be genetically edited, very convenient as well. And in this process of genetic engineering of the food, in order for you to consume it, you would also have to be genetically engineered at some point in the future where your body rejects the food. So you either do what you're told or you starve. So I don't know if the World Economic Forum and the UN and World Health Organization, I don't know if they're reading the Bible, if they know about religious stories and myths and ideas and they're using that because they just think it's cool or if they're using it to conquer the minds of people who already believe in those things, or if it's truly some divine uh, faith-based prophecy coming true. It, it certainly seems like the eschaton has been blueprinted, wargamed, certainly with lockstep and crimson tide and the dark winter and the world in chain scenario. It's been blueprinted. It's been scripted. as are all the things happening this week of Christmas. Airlines canceling flights Christmas Eve, not because of snow, but because of COVID, and banks shutting down this week because of COVID. And Of course, churches have lost their spine, and they've decided to close down for their services because of COVID. And We're supposed to disinvite family members from Christmas, so if you didn't do that already, you might want to go ahead and get on that. Think about it. Think about what's happening. I mean, this is a nightmare. It's not happening before Christmas, though. It's happening during Christmas. And that has to be. It cannot be coincidental. It has to be organized. It has to be planned. 
And this isn't one of those things where the mind just can't understand those those complex worldly events. It's like, no, uh, banks and airlines and uh, businesses thought it would be best to close down on the day in which everyone celebrates Christmas, whatever their tradition is. <clears throat> and whatever that tradition is, doesn't really matter. It's a tradition. We have to get rid of it. It's a cultural war. We have to eliminate the culture. That's the genocide that has to be carried out in order to reprogram the population with the Great Reset. The Great Reset is, of course, the king set. The king of darkness, the king of storms. It is Saturn. It is Ruprecht. It is Krampus. It is all the, the dark things in that eighth sphere of Metatron's cube. That cube that is the essence of, it is the structure of, the metaverse. We're going to go ahead and take some calls tonight. If you'd like to call in, 520, go ahead and get a pen or a pencil, or type it on your phone. 520-367-2064. That's 367 367- 2064. I'll give that number out one more time. It's 520-367-2064. 812, area code. You are on The Secret Teachings. Happy Holy Days. Welcome to the show. Who are we speaking with? Hey, thanks, Ryan. It's uh, Penelope from the chat in Indiana. Hey, Penelope in Indiana. It's good to have you call back. You're now a consistent caller on the new live show. So thank you. Well, then, thank you. It's fantastic. You've been keeping me company tonight. I've been kicking out some food so I can sleep in tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I'm doing this show right now. I want to get the show done. I did a lot of work today, and I just want to sleep in and have a day to not really do anything. Yeah, it's a good one, I think. Um, I, I think it's good that we are doing what we want to do on the day and uh, not what's being pushed. Um, we discussed that a little bit last time. Um, it, <sighs> I don't think, again, yeah, it's, this isn't a grassroots thing. You know, I, I got a call from a, or a text today from an extremely diverse friend, and it, it really kind of tugged my heart, you know, to, to know that someone from a completely different faith, which, you know, doesn't really know what mine is, and um, doesn't celebrate this day to greet me for it. You know, um, so it's, it's, it's not working on everyone. Um, and I kind of suspected that too. And some of us, we, we know that. Um, so that gives me a little bit of hope, you know? Well, see, that's, that's something that I've, I've thought about and I've mentioned it a few times on tonight's show. I just didn't really go into a lot of detail. It's that certainly it's not working as you said on everybody. And I don't really think that many people canceled their Christmas. I just find it suspicious that airlines and banks and churches have decided to simultaneously cancel because of some vague uh, case count or something like that. So it's like on the surface, in the media, etc., it looks like Christmas has been successfully canceled, but people are going to get up or they're already up cooking and they're getting ready to have their Christmas just like every other year, whether they're Christians or pagans or whatever they are. So I guess in that way, it didn't work, but I guess the public perception is that Christmas is just something we can't have. Right. Well, then just like anything else, 
Right. They don't want us to have anything. Um, You'll like it. And, and you've mentioned that several times. Um, I haven't been outside much this evening, but I have a lot of air traffic over my home um, on a typical day. Um, I'm, I'm going I'm to pay attention tomorrow and tomorrow evening and see if they're flying. Um, I think a lot of it is freight. Um, it's not as much passenger um, just because of where I am. But um, I'm curious, and I, I do kind of keep an eye on those apps sometimes to see. Like a flight track you know, app? Like you say, if they're telling the truth. Yeah, the, the uh, plane path apps, you know, to see if they're actually flying or if they're just, you know, kind of blowing smoke. Well, there are thousands of domestic flights a day, so a few hundred flights being canceled isn't, the, you know, the, the dark winter. It isn't the, the breakdown of society, but it kind of implies to the public when you read that headline, oh, my God, Omicron. COVID-19, this is really bad, and it's happening on Christmas. It's so sad those people are stranded at the airports, when in reality it's not even close to as bad as they suggest that it is or imply that it is, although maybe a few people, they got stranded, and that's sad, but it's not really the end of the world. And that's, I think that's the same thing, Penelope, with the, with the supply chain shortages. Again, it's, it's like we don't really have as many options, but personally, my life has not been affected at all by supply chain shortages. I, I've not gone to the store one time and uh, not been able to find something I've been looking for. I don't think I have either. Um, a friend of mine complains about cherry Coke, and that's it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, don't, don't drink cherry Coke then. <laughs> you know, like, right, have right. Some, have some water, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, it hasn't gotten to me much either. Um, with the, with the people being stranded at the, at the airport, uh, isn't that a movie, you know, where it, it was kind of like, isn't that like a nineties movie? It was at home alone or one of those where it's like, it would kind of, Oh, I, that, I know what that feels like. Um, because it's been planted and that seed's been planted. Oh yeah, you know? certainly. Um, certainly. Most of us don't know what it's like to be stranded at an airport. You know I mean? I'm sure some people have had their flights canceled and been seriously inconvenienced, but the majority of us have not, um, but to, to have it affect you, uh, you would have to have seen that somewhere. And certainly we have. Well, how you know. about, how about just like a, a fluff story? The media likes fluff stories. How about like, you know, uh, hundreds of passengers or thousands rather tens of thousands of passengers successfully make it home for Christmas. Why not run that? Headline? Oh, and that's joyful. It's so joyful. Right. And, and who saves the day on that? It's, it's triumphant as well. It's joyful and triumphant. You know, I actually, I misspoke. Mm-hmm. I misspoke because I went to look for a printer and a lot of the brother printers were sold out at every store I went to. And all the stores told me that the brother printers were, uh, were very slow in coming in because of, uh, I guess, shortages and whatnot. But even something like that, it's because I don't know about brother printer in particular, but when I was working at the uh, co-op uh, store in New York, a lot of the thing uh, in terms of supply chain shortages was because businesses were shutting down because one person got COVID. It wasn't a lack of resources; it was a lack of uh, of of the uh, it was a lack of people working because the business wouldn't let them work. It was because people right. shut the business down, not because of COVID, and not because of material shortages. Right. Yeah, and that's that's a management issue, really. I mean, that and that that kind of like you know grinds my gears per se. You know, like um, that's my business. That's what I do. You know, it's like I've worked in manufacturing and how you schedule around people being out because they're ill. Um, 
so one person has it. Okay, well, test everybody else and get back to work. You know, like I don't understand it. Um, why I can shut down an entire facility just because you've got, you know, let's say a facility where 450 people work and you've got what three cases. So you're going to shut down, you know, 447 people. That's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what the supply chain's doing. And then they get the bullwhip effect where they, they can't get the scheduling right. They overproduced the wrong thing and they underproduced the right thing. And then we're all mad, you See, know, and then or whoever's buying is mad. It, it morally bankrupts us. It paints this image that society is collapsing, that we don't have resources, that we don't have an ability to take care of ourselves, that there aren't any jobs, that there isn't enough, you know, wealth. Uh, the wealth has run out. The, the, the resources have run out. Everything that, that makes a society work, it's all gone. It's evaporated. So, since it's gone, we might as well find a replacement. Oh, magically, here's a replacement. Let's tear down our borders and infrastructure and let an unelected group of psychopaths tell us what to do. Sounds like a good plan to me. I was getting ready to say it sounds like a plan. Exactly. It sounds, yeah. like, a, it sounds like a joyful and triumphant Christmas. I would like Klaus Schwab to take my presence away because I'm, <laughs> I'm just a bad American. I'm a bad human being. Somebody has to save the day. We cannot think for ourselves, right? I mean, obviously. Of course not. No, I can't think for myself. I've never been able to think for myself, Penelope. Ever. I think you can. I think you can. <laughs> I think I can too. I think we all can. I, I think they, you can. I you know, think everybody through can. All, through all of this, though, they strip the confidence. And that's what's, that's what's disgusting about it. It's, it. It is sickening. And I think, um, I, I it think, takes sick people to pull this off. I agree. And I think you really got to something. I think that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's the confidence. It, it's the morality uh, and the more, the morale. It's the, that's what's scarce. It, it's not the resources. It's not the jobs. It's not the infrastructure. It's not even the culture. The culture is still there, but all of it is slowly being evaporated. It's being eroded away, just wave after wave crashing into it and eroding a little bit more. And people just being promised that they'll be taken care of and they'll be paid. And there won't even be uh, consequences for robbing stores. Just rob and take thieve and rob and take uh, thieve and take what you want. There's no consequence for it. So just why not be a criminal? Yeah. uh, And that's the the perceived scarcity, right? Like your brother printer. If you've gone back maybe in like, you know, eight to 10 days, I bet it's there. And, um, or some period of time. Right. So it's like, you didn't get it when you wanted it, but it's still on the way. And, but it, it's this, it's this perception play that, well, we're going to hold back some stock and we're going to trickle it out. And then also they can charge higher prices that way. Yes. And then, yes. and, and then, so with the consequence thing, people get beat down by it. And then they throw in the towel and it's, what do I have to lose? So that's when the morality goes out the window. And then you, and then you realize we're just going to rape and pillage. Right. Absolutely. And you realize that when that happens, wait a minute, I'm not going to jail. I'm not being prosecuted. Nothing happens to me if I go smash and grab. But even, you know what, even that, I don't think that's really as widespread as it's been or as, you know, as big of an issue as it's been made to be by the media. I think that's another form of perception management to make it seem like the cities are more dangerous, to make it seem to make it seem like uh, you're more likely to be robbed. You're more likely to 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 have your house burglarized. And it also kind of plays to that that progressive idea that corporations are bad. So if they're being smashed and grabbed, that's okay. 
those corporations deserve it, right? Of course. Of course, they just employed, you know, most of the country, you know, um, which that's a whole nother con that's a whole nother conversation in itself. But, um, yeah, of course they're doing something evil, you know, brother printers, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's just one, that's just one. They couldn't get you a printer in time, you know? So of course someone deserves to pay for that. Well, that's, right? but that's, that's the, that's the beauty. I take a stance on this in terms of, in terms of economics, that's the beauty of a free market and capitalism. If I can't get it at one business, I, I ultimately found a printer at another business. Got it right here sure. in the studio. If, if this yeah. was the Great Reset, I wouldn't have ever been able to find a printer. I wouldn't even be allowed no, to, to print things, one Penelope. Choice. I'd have one choice. The government would tell me what printer it would be, what ink I would use, and what I was allowed to print on that printer. Yeah, you'd paper rationed. If you've had your ream for the month. You know, you can't even print your book. You know, you <laughs> yes, know, you, yes. you have one, you have one ream a month um, and that's what you get. Maybe one, one every two months, you know, um, yeah, it, it just, it's a nightmare. Um, and uh, hopefully everybody snaps out of it and starts to see it. it. It seems like people are, you know, the more people I talk to and even where I am out here in the cornfield, as I call it, you know, like people that I would never think would think are thinking. So that makes me feel good too. You know, they're, maybe they're not getting that far, but they're at least starting to question like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, there you go. Keep going. It's like, I don't care where you're going with that. Just go and don't stop. I think that the ship has been hijacked, but most of the people on board know that it's been hijacked are aware of it and uh, would like it to not have been hijacked. I, I think most, I, I agree with you. It's, it's that perception again. I speak to so many people on a daily basis that are just like, yeah, I, I don't buy any of this. I, it's just, it's all, the whole thing's a scam. I, and that, it's not just that that is, that's a comforting thing. I mean, that is, that is evidence circumstantially that the, the, the simulation is not functioning properly. People are not, right. are not submitting to it like the system wants but the perception is that everybody is plugged into it and you don't have a choice. But we know that we have a choice as individuals and when we come together collectively, but a natural collecti- uh, co- uh, collectivity, we find that we have a lot more in common than we think that we disagree on. And when we come together in that way, we have an ability to be far more powerful than these illusions of power that demand that we bow to them and do what they tell us to do. For sure. For sure, and to to get the people to 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 see it at the same time, and to harness it, is I think where we have to come in. I, I think if this was all done in waves, this is just my theory on the whole thing, and it, it's the it's spirituality, truthers, all of it. You know, ufology, everybody in mass together people have been working on this stuff for years and years and years. And now it's like, Hey guys, you started to notice, come over here and, and read this here. I got a link for you. And it, it freaks them out, you know, cause they're still fully plugged in. Um, you know, they're just okay to go to soccer and talk about dance class and all that, you know, with their people, you know? And I think the last summer, well, last spring and summer, they didn't have an, an option 
their their e-brake went on and they all went sideways and they didn't know what to do with themselves. And so they finally got an opportunity to see. And so now that's where they're kind of like, hey, didn't you used to talk about UFOs or... Sounds like some personal experiences. Stuff like that. Tell me more about that, you know? Sounds like you've you've had some personal experiences with that. Much. Around here, a lot. A lot. And it's it's a small town. You know, there's only, I think, I don't know, 17,000 people in the town. Um, But we're between two major cities, and and there's a few others that are not too far. Um, But, you know, we're kind of out here. There's no interstate here. Um, So we're kind of in our own little echo chamber. But you, um, but you are hearing the secret teachings tonight. Absolutely. I want to thank you for calling in, Penelope. We're just about out of time. Would you like to say goodnight to the audience? I would. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holy days. Happy Yule. Um, blessed tides to all. Same to you, Penelope. Talk Thanks to you much. on another. We'll talk to you on another show. Have a good weekend. Okay. All right. You too. Thanks. Right, bye bye. Thanks for your call. Sure. Bye-bye. Yeah, Penelope really uh, really hit the proverbial nail on the head. That was a really good conversation because that is, that is the heart being ripped out of the darkness. It's not really about the scarcity. It's not really about the smash and grab. It's not really about the canceled flights or the canceled church services or the bank closures. It's not about any of that. All of that is to make you think that the tentacle around your neck has power. When you realize it doesn't, you can easily slide that thing off and go on about living your life the way that you want to live your life. So have a wonderful Christmas, a wonderful Yule, a wonderful atheistic day of loathing and self-hatred and misunderstanding and fear of something that is energetic and spiritual. I'm not picking on atheists, but have a wonderful Christmas, Yule, pagan holiday, anti-pagan holiday, anti-commercialism day, whatever it is that you celebrate. Keep the tradition alive. Just whatever your tradition is, make sure that it doesn't infringe on other people's traditions. At least that's what I'd recommend. Because when you infringe on other people's traditions, when you infringe on anybody else's rights, you are infringing upon your own rights to worship, to practice whatever you want to practice, to celebrate whatever you want to practice, maintain the culture, and the nightmare after Christmas won't be so much of a nightmare. And the chains that have been placed on the world will start to fall off. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you all so much for tuning in tonight, Christmas Eve, into Christmas morning, and being with us Especially if maybe you don't have a big family or anybody that you're spending time with. Thank you for spending time with us. If you'd like to email us, rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Check out my books, including Occult Arcana, which has an enormous chapter on the days of the week and all of the months of the year and holy days. It's Occult Arcana at the Secret Teaching uh, SecretTeachings.info. That's Occult Arcana. The SecretTeachings.info is where you can subscribe to the show. I want you to stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. Have a happy holy day. 
And we'll talk to you next week on the next broadcast. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.